Hi, this is Jim Lyon. You're listening to Viewpoint and a Happy New Year as the year 2018 unfolds. And in our studio today with me are three of our CBH Viewpoint co-hosts. We're here together to start the new year together, and I'm so glad to see each one. First up, Kimberly Majeski. Happy New Year, Kimberly. Happy New Year. I feel like we should have brought hats and horns. Well, you know what? Chocolate will do. <laughs> I don't need to wear anything. I just want okay. to eat something. All How about right. that? Obadiah Smith, so glad to have you alongside. I'm glad to be back, Jim, with everyone that's here. It's a joyous year. And let's just say, Obadiah always looks like he's he's walking out of the cover of Vogue. I mean, he, he, he just knows how to do the style and thing. You're looking good, Obadiah. Yes. Thanks for coming. Thank you. And Jay Harvey, yes. how are you? Happy New Year, Jim. I'm great. Happy New Year, Jay. And thank you for crowding us into your busy ministry schedule. Oh, yes. We know that you're doing a lot of things, and we're going to talk about some of that in great. this week and next. But to each of you, thanks for your ministry all the year through at CBH and today for being with us. When we come back, we want to talk a little bit about some of the things that we're experiencing ourselves. We want to share some testimony, you might say, about how we're walking with God. And maybe as we talk and learn from one another, you might learn from us and we might learn from you also. Remember that we have a toll-free number that we want you to call 24 hours a day and seven days a week. I'll give you the number again at the end of the broadcast, but for now, write this down, 1-800-757-VIEW. That's 1-800-757-8439. We're always glad to hear from you. Stay with us. Twelve months, it's a long time. And we have a custom of marking life in these years, these kind of solar cycles, the the time it takes for the Earth to uh, rotate around the sun. That's how we define our calendars. And it's a fit marker, even though our lives don't necessarily conform to that rotation around the sun. It's good to stop every now and then and just to think, where have I come from and where am I going? And that's what we're doing here on CBH Viewpoint today with our co-hosts, three of them. We are so thankful they're here. And I just want to throw out a question and... uh, Each of you just jump in as the Lord prompts you. You know, as you're thinking about the year that's just ending, is there something that you want to leave behind? Because every year is filled with some good things and some bad things, some things that bring us life and some things that subtract from our lives a little bit. Is there something you're glad just to leave behind on the plate? You know what? I'm taking that 2017 calendar and I'm throwing it away. And with that, I'm going to leave this behind. What do you think? Yes. You know what? I am leaving stuff all the extra, all the clutter, all the noise. Uh, You guys know my husband, and his absolute favorite season of the year is is January 1, New Year. Like, I'm excited about Christmas, Easter. Kevin's very favorite day of the year is January 1st. He he wants to straighten you up. Is that the idea? (laughs) He's a purger. He's an organizer. He is not emotionally attached to things, and I am the opposite of that. But uh, this year, you know, we, we, we have a son, he's three years old, and the, the way that you function with a child is completely different than the way that you function as your own self, totally focused on your needs and your appointments and the things that you do. And so, I've had to kind of reevaluate the way that we do life and and what we need and what's necessary and then what's just baggage. Everything has kind of had to be edited. And so, my goodness, the last few days we have taken bags and bags <laughs> and car full loads of just excess stuff that we don't need that's taking up space that could be used for something else 
and that's weighing us down. And stuff so, doesn't just take up space. You have to maintain it in a way. I mean, you have to, think you have to about care it. for it and exactly. think about it. Exactly. You have to put it away. You have to, you know, put it in the back of your closet. And I mean, I could tell you every inch um, uh, that we've that we've touched. But I mean, we we're talking about closets and drawers and clothes and decorations that we have just in case or just for some you know just in case <laughs> just in case that's the phrase right there well, just, just in, in case, case jay harvey comes that's right. over and that's we right. want to have something yes. thematic we're just cleaning out yeah, jay, jay hey kimberly not to worry jay will bring enough drama on his own <laughs> but am i hearing you say that you're leaving that behind and you're feeling good about that i feel so much lighter you know uh, we lost our house to a fire six years ago, mm-hmm. and it took a year to rebuild. Then we've been in our house now five years, and of course, a fire is a devastating experience. Right. It was a huge, huge loss. But that said, mm-hmm. I found moving back into my house without any stuff. We only have five things, only five things, mm-hmm. with us still that existed before the fire, mm-hmm. and moving back into my house with five things was liberating. Right. And sometimes I drive by people with garage sales and I think, well, I don't have to do that. That's right. <laughs> but to your point, leaving behind as the new year comes some stuff right. can really set you free to embrace right. new things and new chapters of experience. That's Thanks. right, for sure. And, you know, Jim, I uh, my mother's passed away, my sister's passed away, my nephew passed away. So I have sort of all of these family members so who, who have passed on. So all of that, I've acquired it. Yes. <laughs> so I not only have my own things, I have things my mother left and, and that belong to my sister. And, and to, the weight of having to go through that or having to process that, I just decided I don't want to pass that on to my kid. You know, I want him to be sort of weightless and clutter-free and baggage less there as go. he moves into life so yeah uh, lean, lean. And, and flexible that's and what release and release that's and right. release <laughs> when we come back i want to talk a little bit about what we want to look for in the new year as we're thinking about the dawn of a new year and you're probably thinking about that as you are listening today too what are you hoping for? What do you want to reach for? Is there something that you'd like to do or possess or embrace in the new year that you didn't have in the last? Our co-hosts from CBH Viewpoint are with me in the studio today. Do any of you have an idea of something you want to reach for in the new year, something that you just would like to embrace? Jim, this is um, probably something that's pretty funny, but... I'm asking for some sanctified common sense. <laughs> oh, no. Okay. Well, what do you mean by that? Be- because as we live out life and we live out our experience, sometimes it will bring us to a common sense just to based on things of where we've been and, and through our intellect of what we learn. I want to get to the place of this year that I want to have the guidance and wisdom of God that goes beyond conventional wisdom, that I'm walking in the spirit of God. And I have wise direction, based, not based off my experience, but based off my walk with God. Now, that's going to put me in a different place, <laughs> but it means it's a daily walking experience with God. And you know what, Obadiah? You've tasted some of that before, and you just want more. Is that I what want more say? of it so that when I lead and direct and, and seek wisdom or give guidance, 
I know that it is sanctified. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> set apart. Sanctified yes. meaning to be set apart, to be made holy. Yes. Properly. Yes. Properly motivated and just possessed by the Spirit. Yes. Well, we should all reach for some of that. How about you, Jay? What are you looking at uh, in the year to come? Uh, in the year to come, yeah. I, I want to briefly talk about what I'm going to try to leave behind, too, because uh, one thing that Kimberly said that I agree with is um, the clutter and just the way that God has been stripping away some of the materialism that was in my heart that was not bad but was just not needed. And I think that was one of the great things that she said was, you know, what do we need? And when that gets cleared up, uh, we can move into that new year with a clearer picture and I think like Obadiah, a, a, a clearer hunger for what it is that we do need, and what we need is that wisdom of God. One thing that was hard for me this last year was the revelation that I didn't think that I really held on to grudges, but I did. (laughs) And so in the latter part of the year, it became very clear to me that I had been, you know, holding some grudges, and the Lord really just said, those are not going to follow you into 2018. Mm-hmm. And um, that's hard. But I think as leaders and, and teachers and, and just normal people, um, more people need to understand that, that these are the things that your pastors go through, your, your leaders and your teachers go yeah. through. We're, we're not perfect. And sometimes we can get to the point where God has to kind of reveal our heart. And um, so that's been very encouraging to me. I'm also going to give up on my dream to play in the NBA. Nobody has called. (laughs) Nobody has called since high school. And and your grudge against the scouts. Yes, exactly. And referees. And referees. (laughs) So that and the grudges. And I think I'm good. Well, you know, one thing as you were talking, Jay, that struck me is that we're not always aware of what's deep down inside of us. Mm-hmm. Something that we have been carrying, you know, there's a little bit of an edge or there's some hard feelings or there's some sense of justified anger that we nourish and we just keep it going, but it's beneath the surface so it doesn't it doesn't come out until the Holy Spirit actually reaches inside of you and right. says, well, I want you to see this and I want to pull this out. <laughs> right. That is a real cleansing experience. Yes, it is. And he knows just when to do it. Um, and sometimes it's not earlier because we're still kind of blinded to to that. And so our loving Heavenly Father knows just the right time. And, and our response um, um, is is one that I think I love what Obadiah said about, you know, some sanctified common sense. You know, that we, we don't need to get worked up into a tizzy or emotional about everything. And, and, and God is faithful. And those promises to to fill us with wisdom and uh, a set-apartness for his purpose is there. And we just want more of it. That's, that's what I want, too. I want more of that. Oh, draw me, Lord. Oh, draw me, Lord. Oh, draw me, Lord. And I
One thing we here at Viewpoint believe in deeply is the power of the scriptures, the Bible, the Old and New Testaments to inform, to guide, to actually supernaturally speak into our lives. It's, it's a book not like any other. There are many smart books, there are a lot of good reads, but there's not one quite like this one that we understand to have been God-breathed and useful uh, for instruction and even reproof and discipline in every area of our lives. And as we are looking at the year 2018, as we're bringing the year 2017 to a close, I'm just throwing the question out and ask you to reply, what are you reading right now and what is it saying to you? How are you being driven into the new year by what the scripture itself has to say? And as you answer the question, help our listeners understand why you think that scripture matters and why are you reading it routinely anyway? Jim, there was a scripture that was given to me about several months ago. Um, I retired from the Air Force and they had a grand celebration and I was given a picture frame with a picture in it. It was a silhouette of a KC-135 air refueling plane. And in the background, they had a scripture in it, and it was given from my colleagues. And I was like, wait, um, I'm supposed to be in a, not in a total religious environment. You're in a uniform. <laughs> I'm in a uniform. I'm an officer. And they gave me this picture frame with the KC-135 in the background, and it came from 1 Samuel chapter 2, verse 35. And just the other day, I looked up that scripture because I had the picture kind of packed away, and it hit me. This is my scripture for this coming year. And it was actually coming out of the chapter of Eli's house. <laughs> and it was given to him, and it says that I will rise up for myself a faithful priest, who will do according to what is in my heart and mind. I will firmly establish his priestly house, and they will minister before my anointed one always. But when I kept reading in 1 Samuel chapter 1, 2, and 3, that priest that was raised up in Eli's house was Samuel. Mm -hmm. And then it took me to the scripture when the Lord spoke to Samuel. Is your servant listening? And he said, speak, Lord. And to the point that really confirmation really can come through others, but it comes through God. And I want to rise up to be that priestly character that God has called that can be an example for others to see of what God can do in and through me. Wow. And that came from the military. <laughs> well, even as one chapter in your life was closing, yes. and you're looking at a new one, yes. what a word. Yes, it is. And that's, I mean, that's what's happening with Eli and Samuel. I'm, I have all of my um, intermediate Hebrew students translate 1 Samuel 1, 2, and 3. Yes. I think it's such an important passage for ministry. This listening, this um, posturing, and that, and and the passing from from one generation to the next. Yeah. And I think Jim kind of spoke to it clearly. Uh, with me being in the military, there's one aspect of my life that has been developed for 20 years. Hmm. Now I'm coming back into my civilian life, and I have to let the military stuff go. Hmm. And the reason is that as an officer, I would walk into a room and folks stand to attention. <laughs> and, and that's just not happening here in the studio. <laughs> Sorry, Obadiah. <laughs> and, and when I give instruction, it's just yes, sir, or no, sir. 
but now I'm understanding the, the qualities of life is, is in the reality of life is coming back to enormously to where I can relate to individuals and I want to be God's instrument to relate. One thing that strikes me about that, I love that, is, is that God never wastes anything. So when he yeah. shapes you for so many years in the military to be a person of authority that knows how to handle authority, now if you're listening to him, it will benefit others. Are oh, you bringing chills down my spine, it. brother? And 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 it just—you've uh, already done the hard work of that part of the formation, and, and and how people can look to you and know about integrity. But but your heart now is saying, I want now to pass along the information from the commander in yes. chief. Yes. And uh, that's so exciting. I got chills when you were saying it, so I just wanted to give them back to you, I guess. There, but but that is uh, that's a powerful ambition going into 2018. And I think that there are more uh, in different ways out there that are getting the same message, which always makes me wonder what God is up to. Mm -hmm. So that's Mm -hmm. uh, very powerful. Obadiah, you may recall that my father was in the Navy for 20 years. So I grew up in a house yes. with dad uh, polishing his shoes. And I promise okay. you. And uh, that's the old way of polishing. <laughs> and I'm just, yeah, th- th- it was the old way of polishing. And we made our beds and the covers were folded down. And, you know, the flag was uh, folded up neatly. And I mean, everything about the discipline of that was mm-hmm. deeply embedded on me. And my father retired after 20 years. And it was a, I remember a a big change up in his life. I mean, it was kind of uncertain. There was a little disorientation because so much of his life had been ordered. But the next chapter of his life was the part of life he loved most. Not that he didn't love the Navy, he did. But the discipline he learned there when liberated to listen uh, to the voice of God in new, fresh ways and having just the capacity to, to move in his life apart from the narrow channels of his assignments. Wow, he just... He became his true self. And there you are, Obadiah. Yes. And the Lord is raising you up. He has already used you. I know that. But I am so excited about your text. And I know the Lord is going to speak. And I know you're going to say, I'm here. Your servant is listening. Yes. Kimberly, how about you? What are you reading these days? Well, it's not. uh, It is kind of connected to where Obadiah uh, was going. I you know, I my home is is in the narrative, so I can never just pick a text. Um, and I kind of spend most of my time with uh, stories of women and their interaction with Jesus. And um, I just keep coming back to this place. It's like uh, you all will understand what I'm saying. Like it's like old and worn. It's like it's like putting on something that I know, but it's right. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm talking about clothes. So Obadiah, <laughs> yeah. I'm there. That, that you've thrown away for this last year. <laughs> no, these are the ones that I kept. <laughs> okay. Yes. So so you know, it's the story of um, Jesus and the sisters of Lazarus, Mary and Martha, and uh, there's at the end of that text in Luke two. Uh, the narrative kind of starts in 38 uh, in the th- in, and moves down. But at the, at the end of that text, uh, you know, Martha's upset because Mary's not helping. And she has all these things to do. She has to prepare the food. She has to get the house ready. She has to do all these things because all these men are coming to her house to eat. And, and Mary has taken herself out of the kitchen and out of the sort of women's work sphere and seated herself amongst the men who are uh, in the, what we'd call today the living room, and she's seated herself at the feet of Jesus to listen. 
and when Mar- when Martha complains to Jesus, uh, she says, you know, really wants Jesus to correct Mary for mm. being out of order. And Jesus says, Martha, Martha, you have so many, the Greek, merim nao, anxious cares. Mm. But only one thing matters, and Mary has chosen that, and it will not be taken from her. And uh, this is a pivotal, sort of critical guiding stone in my life. Uh, in any time that I've had chaos or tragedy or loss or upheaval, for some reason, um, I've found a way to kind of to, to kind of sometimes crawl back to the feet of Jesus and to sort of sit in that space, right? Your mind tells you you need to be doing this, this, and this, and this, and this. All these things need to happen. But if I can just get there and sit and study and hear, um, and if my posture's right, then everything else sort of falls into place. I think I'm so glad to use the word anxious because uh, that's something that I see just um, really interrupting a lot of Christians' lives, especially today, but I'm sure it's been that way in every generation. But there's always going to be the choice to be anxious and worry or to do the things that you think need to be done. And I think Jesus always brings us back to there are always choices. Make the one that uh, matters. Make make the one that you know um, can meet those those other anxious thoughts, those other worries, those other problems, you know, sit with the one who can actually overcome those things instead of getting all of that done and then trying to figure that part out. And I think that's part of our culture. You're right. Right. But I'm so glad you used the word anxious uh, because that is certainly resonating through the body of Christ. Well, and that's my sin. Like That's what I have to crucify every day. And for any of us who are overachievers, and Lamont says, fire perfectionism in your life, you know, all these things. But, you know, this idea that you think you need to run around and put all, all the fires yeah. to fix all <laughs> the things, to correct all the injustices. Mm. And really, you just, you need to sit and right. study and listen. Which is active, which is being which active. Which is active. Right. Well, it's um, also a choice. Yeah. It is. And the yeah. Lord says to Martha, Mary has chosen, chosen. chosen the rightly. thing that is yeah. most important. Mm-hmm. Life is crowded, and as the new year opens, it's going to become more crowded for all of us. That's just the way the pages of a calendar turn, mm-hmm. isn't it? And when you are conscious of all the things that must be done, you can't help but be anxious. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. to choose to stop and to pause. Isn't that part of the cycle of, of God's plan in the ordinary week? Sure. Set one day apart from the rest. I mean, it's, it's, it's a principle as well as a way of living that you have to order your steps so that you take some time to just stop mm-hmm. and to focus on God, the thing that is most important, that'll help make sense out of all the rest. That's right. <laughs> wow. Wherever we are in mm. life, uh, as this new year is dawning, we want to encourage you to consider the scripture as a guidepost. Maybe you're not used to reading the Bible, and if you're not, we want to help you get one. So give us a call. Maybe you've read the Bible before, but you've stopped reading it or it became stale. Make it your ambition this year to dive back in and ask the Lord to make it come alive for you. I'm so thankful for this team that works with me through the year, and we want to invite you to join us in prayer as we look at this new year. And as we think about how we can all go forward, deciding what to leave behind and what to carry with us.
Pray with me. Our Father, we're so thankful today for the witness of the Word, for the witness of your Spirit, for your plans and purposes for us, which are always for the good. Lord, it's so easy to be distracted in life. It's so easy to hear other voices besides your own. We pray that we might quiet ourselves as this new year begins and to hear your voice and to search your word and to find life. May your blessing be on every person who is joining us in this prayer as we at the beginning of this new year once more surrender our lives into your hands, admitting that we are powerless by ourselves to be all that you create us to be and that all of us are prone to wander, that sin has stained us. We have done wrong, Lord, and we seek the forgiveness that comes in faith in Christ and thank you for his work on our behalf. Thank you for hearing our prayer. Thank you for speaking into our lives and for holding everyone close this week who has joined us in this prayer, we pray in Jesus' name. Amen. Give us a call. Join the conversation. Let us hear from you. This is the number 1-800-757-VIEW. That's 1-800-757-8439, 24 hours a day and seven days a week. A member of our CBH Viewpoint team is by the phone. We want to hear from you. However, if you aren't ready yet just to pick up the phone and dial, you can check us out online. Kimberly, if someone wanted to go onto the internet, where would they find us? You'll find us at cbhviewpoint.org. Send us a message and we'll respond to you by email. cbhviewpoint.org. CBH, Christians Broadcasting Hope. That's who we are viewpoint.org. If you prefer to use surface mail, just write me a letter, address it to Jim Lyon, Viewpoint, Post Office Box 2420, Anderson, Indiana 46018, USA. But whether you call us on the phone, check us out online, or use the Postal Service, please let us hear from you this week. To Jay and Kimberly and Obadiah, Happy New Year to each one. Thanks Happy for being here. Same to you. I have a quick question for Kimberly. I heard you have some open space. I have a bunch of junk at my yeah. house. And I <laughs> I wondered some, if I could... Can we drop that off? No okay. deal. All right. Happy New and Year. And a Happy New Year to all of you listening. We're so glad you're with us. We hope you'll be with us again next week as we continue a little bit of our roundtable talking about what to leave behind and what to reach for in the new year. For all of us at the Viewpoint team, for all of us at Church of God Ministries, which is the host of our broadcast, stay tuned.